0: Today on Laura Lynn and Friends.
1: I'm a clinical lab scientist and have tested 1,500 supposed positive COVID-19 samples collected here in Southern California. When my lab team and I did the testing through Koch's postulates and observation under a scanning electron microscope, we found no COVID in any of the 1,500 samples.
2: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the beginning of the last days. Um, I thought it was supposed to be hellfire and brimstone in the last days, but it's cold, colder, and coldest. And uh, so we are freezing. And even the studio, which is normally warm, it's freezing. So y'all know that we uh, moved our money out of Canada. I wanted to not be at the threat of anything that Canada might do to us. So we have no money here. And so we rent and uh, we've rented a home and the it's so cold, the furnace has shut down. So we have a call out, uh, the, the landlord kindly called uh, to get somebody here to fix it. And it's gonna be maybe a couple days. <laughs> so, so we have heaters uh, plugged in everywhere. <laughs> and and we're just trying to stay warm so like up to four heaters in uh, in our room and then we run across the hall to this to this is our studio and we have uh we have one heater in here so we're trying to keep warm it's really an experience we call it survivor um except in survivor on the show they're usually in warm climates wouldn't that be cool to do a survivor north A eh? but they, they'd have to be given good gear Oh yeah, you have to
3: Yeah, they, they tried to do one in the cold, but the problem was the cold they don't move much. Everybody just sits around and tries to stay warm.
2: Right. So that's so. why they
3: do on the island where it's warm because you can you, you're active.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing interesting going on basically uh when when you do a survivor in the cold, because you're all all you do all day is stay warm. That makes a lot of sense. And I haven't been able to get my nails done, so I I feel bad about using my hands. But um, at least all of the colored nails. I bet some of you out there are really um, keen and you notice that I've lost a nail or something. So I called three places because we're in this new place, you know, and I got to figure out who my nail people are. And they they all are like booked for two weeks. But I found this one lady and she's going to take me. So I'm going to get my nails done tonight and I'm going to have beautiful nails for you by tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, So we're excited.
3: Dan in Cape Breton says it's eight degrees. Remember Dan?
2: Oh yeah. Wow, wow. So, well, we have some visuals, right? Of the snow, is it like a little story? It's so it's snow, snowmageddon. Um, And the whole country is freezing. So do I this? is outside of Abbotsford, yeah, talk. Yeah, this is outside of Abbotsford. So they've kind of shut down, right? Um, You did a little write up on this. Yeah, Abbotsford truckers pulled over. People are waiting uh, for the sky train as well. I guess we'll be seeing that. I mean, it is just freezing, but it's quite pretty um, with all the snow on the mountains. Oh, look at these poor people that have to wait. I mean, it's, it's like minus 14 or 15 in BC. Now, I was making fun of everyone in Calgary when I was there the last two weekends saying, you know, why do you live here? uh totally uh actually mocking them and then it's like god got me back and he said oh yeah you think that it's cold in in alberta i'll show you cold missy and so the lord has deemed it fit to make i i mean it feels like it's even maybe more like minus 15 16 out right now today i mean this is not okay we've got to make better choices for ourselves everyone um, we need to figure out how to get that global warming really being enacted. If if people are afraid of global warming, I'm not. I want it. I want global warming. I want warmer weather. Even uh, down in, in some places in the United States, it's cold. This is wrong. So whatever's happening, the reverse of, of what should be happening is happening. And I blame those people that are putting stuff up in the sky, you know, all those chemtrails and stuff. Yeah, they're probably messing us over right now. And um, they knew we were excited about global warming, so they went the opposite. Whatever they're doing is bringing on the cold. And I'm angry. I'm I'm mad, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm going to figure out how to get global warming actually happening. And if that means that I've got to use my vehicle more, I'm doing it. I'm going to use more oil. I'm going to do what I need to do to get global warming happening. Not taking any of this anymore at all. Okay, um, so what else did you have JT? Dr. Derek Nose, uh, Nose I believe, studied 1500 COVID-19 positive clients and found no evidence of COVID uh, that they had influenza instead. Let's take a look. But for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things... I'm a
1: clinical lab scientist and have tested 1500 supposed positive COVID-19 samples collected here in Southern California. When my lab team and I did the testing through Koch's postulates and observation under a scanning electron microscope, we found no COVID in any of the 1500 samples. What we found was that all of the 1,500 samples were mostly influenza A and some were influenza B, but not a single case of COVID, and we did not use the BCSPC, the, the BSPCR test. That's polymerase chain reaction test. Celia Farber does wonderful journalism on the topic. I did videos on this channel for that. We then sent the remainder of the samples to Stanford, Cornell, and a few of the University of California labs, and they found the same results as we did, no COVID. They found influenza A and B. All of us then spoke to the CDC and asked for viable samples of COVID, which CDC said they could not provide as they did not have any samples. We have now come to the firm conclusion through all our research and lab work that the COVID-19 was imaginary and fictitious. The flu was called COVID and most of the 225,000 dead were dead through comorbidities such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, emphysema, et cetera. Then they got the flu which further weakened their immune systems and they died. I have yet to find a single viable sample of COVID-19 to work with. We at the seven universities that did the lab tests on these 1500
4: samples are now suing the CDC for COVID-19 fraud.
2: Oh, I'm muted. Fantastic. Am I good now? Um, That is great news, and I appreciate that they're going after them for these false positives. Now, we already know about that, right? So, uh, I have a share with uh, Dr. Teresa Tam's uh, Facebook page. Um, Always want to be sure to check into our most knowledgeable um, medical authority in Canada. Uh, If anyone knows what's going on, it's her. Believe me. So Dr. Teresa Tam, uh, she says, uh, epidemiology, okay, and, and oh, that, you know what? That is so sweet that she puts in that Canadian flag right there. Oh, that's sweet. Most national surveillance indicators, including case counts, percent positivity, hospitalizations, and ICU admissions are stable this week. The virus continues to circulate, and disease activity varies regionally. For more, of course, always be sure to tune into the COVID-19 epidemiology update. Now, um, if we go down a little bit, I always like to see, you know, people that is, uh, you know, you know what they have to say and stuff. Now, this gal, I appreciate Denise Puff, uh, Doctor Tam. Since it was already admitted that the tests turn out false positives, it's time to stop the campaign, the campaign of fear over cases. Also, with the use of both HQ. And or ivermectin for early treatments. We need, we needn't fear hospitalization. So why don't we use them? Excellent. I'm going to give her a little like. Fantastic. Okay. And then there's Matt McInnes. Oh, now he says, uh, no, these are your propaganda numbers, Tam. They conveniently hide the majority being fully vaxxed and boosted. Ah, thank you. And then Hope N uh, is reply. oh, Hope, oh, yeah. And then there's this guy, Will Smith, eh? Move along, nothing to see here. (laughs) Isn't that great? (laughs) All right, so if we go back, let's go back to Dr. Teresa Tam's page, um, first and foremost, um, you know, because she's always got, uh, oh, shoot, I think I maybe went one too far. Need to get here, okay? Yeah, so she's got interesting access to trustworthy cannabis info. Um, cannabis products are not harmless, she's saying. Seventy-two percent of Canadians told us they rely on trustworthy information so they can make informed decisions on ways to lower their risks from cannabis use. Um, it's interesting. So if now, if Dr. Teresa Tam is not supportive of cannabis, I'm wondering if we should reconsider support of it just because she never gets it right um i do know a friend who was actually she had cancer and she went on treats treatments with natural cannabis and uh it was very helpful so it it actually saved her uh not smoking it not putting all that thc stuff not becoming you know uh you know you're completely like blazed out i'm not talking about that but some people do report great health um, health outcomes from that. Uh, okay, as more gatherings move inside out of the cold, respiratory illnesses spread much more easily. Make informed decisions about measures to take to reduce your risk. Assess your risk before visiting with friends and family. Um, and I'm sure she means make sure that you're only hanging out with people who are vaccinated. I believe she did. Uh, Say that, oh, this is nice. Connection is one of the best gifts we can give to others during the holidays. Brighten someone's day with a phone call or text them to let them know how much they mean to you. Bonus, it'll brighten your spirits too.
3: How much a year are we paying for these Hallmark card quotations, (laughs) by the way? This is ridiculous.
2: Exactly. Oh, look at that. That's so nice. Health Canada, a public health agency of Canada. Call someone you love. Dr. Teresa Tam. I have actually tried to reach out to you and to call your office. I'm never able to get through. So I'm gonna, you know, maybe send you a little private message with my number. Call me. All right. Uh, You're not alone. Help is available 24/7 at no cost for people of all ages across Canada. If you need someone to talk to. discover the support options available to you. She is a lot about uh, communication. Now, I'm wondering when you call the suicide prevention services, if uh, there is an easy access to MAID that you're also providing because that seems to be quite the initiative in Canada, doesn't it, Dr. Tam? Uh, that you would just, um, you know, some people have called in saying, uh, you know, I've got some, um, some issues and maybe I need some help because I'm disabled. And that disabled person, as we've seen on this show, was told that they could also access MAID. Mm. Of course, that is medically uh, assisted dying. Uh, Now, she is sweet on December 18th. She was letting everyone know that uh, she was celebrating with those for the happy Hanukkah. Okay, so let's see. Those comments must be really sweet Um, happy Hanukkah to you sir okay that's rich coming from (laughs) that's rich coming from the witch of hate and darkness Uh uh-huh okay uh, thousand bucks says that she doesn't know how to pronounce do I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it because maybe I don't know either all right so basically oh a few people not really believing that she's sincere you know that's hurtful guys well she'll say
3: happy hanukkah will she say merry christmas too or is that a bridge Mm -hmm. too far
2: Mm -hmm. very good point see if we see any um merry christmas greetings to all of us a lot of support uh she wants people to be able to call like kids (coughs) people of all ages i guess she knows um i think she's putting all this out because she probably knows that a lot of people are suffering right now mental health issues because of the lockdowns that she put in because of the mandates that she subjected all of us to uh, against our charter of rights and freedoms against anything that makes sense making Canada laughingstock to other parts of the world other democracies literally uh, calling out our nation for the tyranny and will not also forget that Dr. Theresa Tam was on that She was on that documentary and we do have that clip somewhere. We should pull that that puppy out. She's definitely for forced quarantine if necessary. She talks about it. People should be forced to be quarantined. Um, hmm. Thus, why people might need a crisis line. Right. The pandemic has impacted children and youth in different ways. Kids Helpline again. Okay, so she is definitely promoting. She must be hearing in her office. Look at all this. Non-stop helpline. Is that all you got to talk about? Now we're going like several times a day. Helpline, helpline. Wow, this might be a sign that something's really going wrong. Um, so influenza is trending above expected levels. Nationally, influenza vaccines take two weeks to provide optimal protection. So as we rapidly approach the holidays, now is the time to... Call the hot the hotline and the helpline. And, oh, here it is. Get vaccinated if you haven't already done so. So let's see if people kind of tuned in to, um, well, she's tuned into herself. A couple of thing, things. Uh, definitely not happening from Jen, Jen Jackson. And uh, flu season may have peaked, Ontario's top doctor says. Uh, so, oh, so he's saying it's, it's, the jig is up, Tam. Uh, James uh, Latimer, I guess, uh, Oh, oddly enough, someone who just doesn't believe her. Another killer? Question mark. You need to understand something. We don't trust you anymore. Even though my father had a heart attack from an influenza type A virus, but I won't believe whatever you may say. There are certain age groups who are at high risk of developing deadly outcomes. Not everyone is the same. And that's Dave. Uh, Dave, vax-injured. Seems like an interesting person. Have some soup and a nap. You'll be just fine. Nobody takes you seriously, man. Just look at the numbers on your tweet. (sighs) Somebody's uh, hashtag died. Suddenly, stop giving damaging health direction. All right. Stop identity theft. Those are cool. All right. Well, maybe we'll move on. I was hoping to find some positive, you know, love going back towards uh, Dr. Tam, who wants us all to get on that helpline as fast as we can. And believe me, we need it. I might be using that helpline at some point soon if we keep having all these terrible things happening to us. Okay. So let's move along. Uh, Dr. Claire Craig, uh, data shows that Pfizer ignored 97% of total of trial results linking higher COVID rates to vaccinated children. Let's have a look.
5: Dr. Claire Craig, I'm a diagnostic pathologist and I am co-chair of the Heart Group. And I want to take you through the evidence that Pfizer just presented to the FDA on the six month to four year old children. There's an awful lot about this trial that has shocked me and I think will shock you too. The trial recruited 4,526 children aged from six months to four years old. 3,000 of these children did not make it to the end of the trial. That is a huge number, two thirds of them. Why was there this drop off? That needs to be answered. And without an answer to that, on that basis alone, this trial should be deemed null and void. So what did the trial show? Well, they defined severe COVID as children who had a slightly raised heart rate or a few more breaths per minute. There were six children aged two to four who had severe COVID in the vaccine group, but only one in the placebo group. So on that basis, the likelihood that this vaccine is actually causing severe COVID is higher than the likelihood that it is. isn't. There was actually one child who was hospitalized in this trial. They had a fever and a seizure. They had been vaccinated. So now let's turn to what they defined as any COVID and what they did was to utterly twist the data. They vaccinated the children and they waited three weeks after the first dose before the second dose. In that three week period, 34 of the vaccinated children got COVID and only 13 in the placebo group, which worked out as a 30% increased chance of catching COVID in that three week period if you were vaccinated. So they ignored that data. And then there was an eight-week gap between the second dose and the third dose, where, again, children were getting plenty of COVID in the vaccine arm, so they ignored that data. There was then seven weeks after the third dose, which they also ignored, which meant that in the end, they had ignored 97% of the COVID that occurred during the trial, and they just looked at tiny numbers, so tiny. In the end, they were comparing three children in the vaccine arm who had COVID with seven in the placebo arm.
2: And they said that this showed the vaccine's effect. Oh, isn't that fascinating? Oh, I love gals like her. You know what I mean? Just breaking it down, slicing it to pieces and bringing out the truth of everything. Um, this has just been the world's biggest scam. What a bunch that this is like, we're living a PSYOP. I say this almost every day. That's exactly what's happening. And you know what I meant to read at the start of the show, but I got all sidetracked because of the snow. But, uh, so my dad's, um, Bible, I opened it up today and I opened up to, um, John 10 and he loved to underline his Bible because it meant so much to him. And he under, he underlined John 10, 27 and 28 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give to them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man Pluck them out of my hand. Wow, isn't that great? My dad knew that was true, and I know that's true. Neither shall any man pluck us out of God's hand. So, what are you going through today? Looking at all this stuff that's really worrisome? Does it get you down? Don't let it, because we're with God, and He's with us, and He will not let us be plucked out of his hand. Nothing can happen to us without God's oversight, nothing, nothing. Sometimes I would say that in our own will, we can remove ourselves from the presence of God. And that's sort of a different thing. That's when you take your will, you walk away from God. But God will never walk away from you. And the moment that you come back, just taking a few steps like the prodigal son did, the moment you do that. God is back and he's right there with you. Okay, so we have another few like really great things here. We've got New Zealand uh, vaccine reaction group gets spied on by the New Zealand government. What is going on in New Zealand? Yesterday, the, the police state thing, like, you know, people are concerned that's coming to Canada. Like, this is getting very bad. Take a look
0: is the vaccine safe it's safe i would never ever suggest something that wasn't safe effective and tested and safe
6: 26 year old rory nan died after experiencing symptoms of myocarditis for more than a week after his first dose of the vaccine That's
0: thousands of vaccinated. injured. These people suffered for months when they could have been treated from the beginning if this hospital system had just listened. If the government had told the truth instead of safe and effective, that there is adverse side effects to this vaccine.
4: I was just working to give what I can to my children and, and for our families future. all those that have been pushing the narrative needs to be held accountable. No one stepped outside of those doors of Parliament. And you do work for us. You're meant to be for the people. Because they're all being silenced. They're all being shut down. The media and, and, and everyone else are doing their thing as well. As we know now, the truth has already been revealed.
0: So we ended up at Civic Square because at the time, under the New Zealand apartheid system, my daughter, who was not fully vaxxed, was not allowed in most public venues or even inside a cafe. Although it was a private event limited to the vaccine injured and those family members who had lost loved ones, the police and their helicopters decided to gatecrash the memorial. What is interesting is that these police were not there to investigate what had caused the damage. No, they were there for intelligence gathering purposes according to an official information request. We made asking them to explain their intrusive presence
2: Wow This is the sadness of our world and this is why people sometimes Have mental health issues Because something so wrong is happening a government that should be caring about citizens that are talking about real harms that are, that are happening in our society and being followed and actually destroying sacred moments, such as a funeral. Um, very disturbing. What's going on? So, a psychologist, Stanley Milgram, found that 80% of the population cannot defy government's order so psychologists do not have the psychological he's basically saying that they don't 80% don't have the psychological or moral resources to defy an authority's order no matter how legitimate the order is therefore only 20% have critical thinking capacity this explains quite a lot and it really does what gives some people the strength to see the truth right now to defy and to have clarity critical thinking when needed when the government is ordering us to all take vaccines when the government is putting such pressure on us that we're not allowed to go to restaurants or theaters or to your children's uh, soccer game what what compels some people to go that's nonsense and i will not comply with that and the most, sadly, 80% that just seem to go along with it. Well, if, if it says so on the radio, if the news is reporting that this is safe, if the news is reporting, this is what we should do, then I guess I have to do that. Fascinating, isn't it? And, and very sad. And I think that might explain why we feel like we're in the fringe minority. The fringe minority have discernment. The fringe minority hold the line for the rest of the country. And hopefully the minority is able to speak loud enough to begin to bring that middle group because there's always going to be the radicals. Remember what Matthias Desmond said um, when he's talking about mass formation psychosis. We're going to have the radicals on one side, uh, usually like 30 percent maybe or even less. And these radicals, they just hold their line, you know. They they just hate anyone that's not just walking, they're the rule, the rule followers, right? If our government says this, if our government says, who knows? And, And maybe some of them are paid off and some just have absolutely no discernment and they're, quite frankly, blazing idiots. And so they're on that far group. And then there's that group in the middle that's a bit confused. I mean, they're just working. They're trying to pay their bills. They're going about life and they're thinking, you know, I don't know enough. I'm not an expert. I don't know you know, uh, what's safe and what's not safe. And if this such and such doctor paid an awful lot by our government must be an expert must know, surely the government would not lie to us. Surely not. Uh, so when they see that, um, they're very confused. And then they see this other side that's going, no, how can it be right that we're not allowed into a restaurant? Do the vaccines work? Does the vaccine prevent spreading COVID? No. Does the vaccine uh, prevent you from getting COVID? No, we've seen all of that. Does the vaccine prevent you from dying of COVID? No, it does not because many have died after having their vaccines. And um, Colin Powell, double vaccinated, died of COVID. Famous people have died of COVID. We see the stats in the, in the hospitals now. Um, it's, it's all there in visible sight of what's going on. So how would it have ever been right to be discriminated against? Because you decided as an adult, I'm an adult. I'll make a decision on the risks I would like to take. And you decide that you're not going to get a vaccine. Instead, actually, you're going to risk getting COVID as a healthy person. You're going to take your vitamin D, vitamin C, and you're going to use some of those products that an earlier uh, person was trying to tell Dr. Bonnie Henry about. And um, you're going to take your chances. And if you need uh, some support after that, you'll do it. But you've kind of, you're, you're listening to real doctors out there. And I call real doctors the doctors who are honoring their Hippocratic oath. Any doctor not honoring their Hippocratic oath to first do no harm and are actually so afraid to lose their jobs that they will not do the right thing by their patients. Those are not real doctors. Anyone lying. Dr. Bonnie Henry, I believe, um, uh, that she is sold out a, a puppet to people who are telling her what she is supposed to be saying. And because of that, how are we to take any of her information? She's sad and sorry, and uh, she's not sorrowful. She's just a sad, sorry person who has brought a lot of harm to our province. And that she will be held account, uh, accounted for, um, maybe not in this lifetime, although we do pray for that. We do. But rest assured, Judgment Day comes for all of humanity. And when it does, she will have to answer. So Laura Ingram uh, is talking about now, she's a staunch Catholic, Laura Ingram, but she's talking about a priest who's now been defrocked for opposing abortion. Quite shocking.
7: A well-known priest who's also served as the national co-chair of Pro-Life Voices for Trump has been kicked out of the priesthood by Pope Francis. The Vatican said the decision to remove Frank Pavone was due to his blasphemous social media posts, which Pavone says is regarding a 2020 Twitter post in which he referred to supporters of this G.D. loser Biden and his morally corrupt America-hating, God-hating Democrat Party. Now, the shocking move on the part of the Pope is made all the more remarkable due to the allegations of sexual and financial deviancy from top Vatican officials who remain at the Vatican totally unpunished. Pavone remains defiant, however, still calling himself father, and continuing to celebrate mass since the Vatican's excommunication or communication uh, about this. Joining me now, Father Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life. Uh, Father Pavone, it's good to see you tonight. I know it's a very difficult time for you. You said you learned this from a news agency. Have you been formally notified by the Vatican?
4: That's right, Uh, Laura, this is actually the culmination of 21 years of abuse by church authorities to me and to my ministry, despite the fact that we help the Vatican. We help to run uh, some of the operations out of the the Pope's uh, mission to the United Nations. We help the Secretariat of State with international pro-life issues. We run the largest ministry for healing after abortion, uh, for which Pope Francis has personally encouraged me to keep going on it. We do all kinds of other pro-life work with which many of our viewers are familiar. Why are they doing this? A lot of it obviously is connected with the, the cancel culture that comes against supporters of President Trump and critics of the Democrat Party and we're only gonna get louder about that we're not going to be silenced Uh, this is an effort This is not just an effort to silence me but to so many of us people are losing their jobs as you know because they stand for their conservative values they stand up for their conscience and and so they're trying to do the same within the church to priests like me it's not going to work
2: so I don't know what's going on uh, with the Vatican and the Pope. I know a lot of my friends who have, you know, been brought up Catholic have been very disappointed. I've met someone recently who said that they just, they're not, they're not Catholic anymore, uh, but they do embrace Jesus. And so I said, great, we're serving the same God, the same Jesus Christ. Um, Some things about the Catholic church that, you know, over time have been hard for me to understand is that one of the things they believe is that Mary was perfect. And uh, I don't know if that's in their version of the Bible somewhere, but nowhere in our scriptures, the holy book, uh, this one right here that I adhere to, um, did it ever say that Mary was perfect. She was just chosen because she was a really righteous young person. And, you know, I imagine that God was looking for the vessel that would be housing the body of Jesus Christ and giving birth to the Savior of the world, the Messiah, the Messiah. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's almost here. Um, and, and so uh, she, she wasn't uh, perfect. Um, I think about the time where uh, I did speak about this on my recent tour, how Mary put a lot of pressure on Jesus. Do you know when? She really, she put that Jewish uh, mother's guilt on Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Do you know when? Well, they were at a wedding. And Jesus was pretty much getting to be 33 years of age. And they were at a wedding and the wedding ran out of wine. And Mary just, she was so upset. I mean, these were their good friends. They didn't want it to be embarrassing to their friends. They've ran out of wine. They, they I guess, under underpurchased what was necessary. And of course, many of us, we just, you know, some of you don't drink wine because that's ungodly. Uh, but um, Mary and And Jesus did for some reason. Anyways, um, so, of course, you never get drunk. But uh, so, oh, I hope I'm not losing a large faction of my followers. Hey, so. So what does Mary do? Mary says to the entire. um, Oh, no, not to the entire just to Jesus. you got to do something. She goes to jesus and she said they've run out of wine this is a a disaster the wedding it, it's going to be remembered as you know well that poor one where we just didn't have enough wine for everybody we need the wine and so she goes to jesus and she says you've got to do something about it and he says to her he says mother it it is not my time to to begin stepping she goes listen young man i was told that you were going to be the messiah savior of the world and i was told that by an angel and You know, blast it. You haven't done a thing yet. I mean, you're 33 now, young man. You need to get acting and doing your purpose for the Lord. She really did. She gave him the gears. Look it up. It's in the word. You can find that. So Jesus like, oh, throws his hands up. Well, what are you going to, you can't disobey, you know, or disagree with your mother, your Jewish mother, putting all this pressure on you. So he goes into the back and he waves his hand over all the water and he turns the water into wine. And from that day on, Jesus was always invited to all the sinners' parties because they hoped he would repeat that. That's how he got in with the sinners, you know? So that that was his first act. So he listened to his mom. But I don't know, was was that the perfect mom, just forcing Jesus to change the water into wine? You tell me. I don't know. Just wondering. Okay, so uh, CBC story on the knock-on effects of banning plastic bags. Um, let's have a look. I don't like all this banning of stuff. What's happening?
4: We get like 10 to 15 of them every single week.
3: Natalie and Udi Selig at Walmart grocery Delivery. They too are overwhelmed.
4: We can't return them, we can't really do much with them. This is something that, you know, it's supposed to resolve an environmental issue, but at the same time it actually creates more waste. It's the right thing to do.
3: Walmart says its plastic bag ban is a win for the environment. But experts say this is a problem because reusable bags aren't always worthwhile.
4: Because of the types of materials that you use and the manufacturing process that you use to make a more durable reusable bag, you're just ending up using more energy. The environmental benefits are accrued when you use it again and again.
3: A recent United Nations study found a polypropylene bag needs to be used 10 to 20 times, a cotton one up to 150 times to have a less harmful impact on the environment than a single-use plastic bag.
4: Just making that switch from single-use to reusable isn't always going to just end up better for the environment.
3: With the federal government phasing out all single-use plastic shopping bags in Canada, We could see a lot more of these especially as grocery delivery grows in popularity
2: i mean what do you think about all of this banning of the bags we've been going to stores now we've had to carry stuff out they don't even have bags right so 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 you don't even you don't even get a bag like so you've got like 15 things you're like okay you know and then somebody's asking you to see your receipt at the door you know well it's you know it's under my could you just reach in my purse there you know and get the receipt out and then how many of you do the same thing i do if you do happen to get a reusable bag well you never remember it to bring it back to the store so you got to buy another reusable bag. And did you hear what they said in order to really make this worth all the energy that went into making that bag? That, that you've got to use it 100 times? Well, not a hope. I mean, we we got Costco bags, I think, a while ago. And then we always find them here and there. But for some reason, when you end up going to Costco and you buy all that stuff, you don't have the bag. You get up to the t- and you're like, oh, and you look at that, you know, that sort of gaunt uh, distracted look of, of hopelessness where you say, did you bring the bag? No, I, I, I didn't bring the bag either. So we don't have a bag again. So then you got to get one of those, those boxes, you know, a few of those boxes. And then you're always buying way too much stuff at Costco. Isn't that another problem? You go, right? Yeah. You're feeling the pain. JT knows this. I'm like, well, we got to get, <laughs> yeah, he does the shopping a lot of the time, right? Which makes you the world's greatest husband. Of all time he actually enjoys shopping more than me and i bet some of you find that surprising see i don't like shopping i i like to go in i know what i want i get you know get it as fast as i can and get out of there that includes clothing as well i am not i am a cheap date jt calls me that i'm a cheap date and um i used to get offended but then i found out what he meant and uh he means that you know i just i don't have and like to spend hours and hours and hours shopping and definitely not when i don't have my reusable bag and now i can you know if, if i want a bag now i got to go spend more money for one of these big hefty things and then you got this before you know it you got 200 in your you know in your pantry buried into some you know corner down there because you keep forgetting to bring it to the to the store is it just me I bet some of you out there you do think it's just me do you oh you mean you think people would remember so do you always remember no okay so you're just being contrary all right all right we'll go with that now bivalent we have a video that um it's a it's just a a little bit long so we can come in and out of it or we can just let it go when it's time but it's it's very interesting take a look
6: okay so this is this is really important yeah we're now talking about the bivalent vaccines. Bivalent means two. by means two, okay? And the idea here was that, the, that these new updated vaccines would have a little bit of the original Wuhan uh, strain from the original uh, version of the vaccine, and they would have a Omicron strain mixed in with it, which is the BA4-5 strain. And and so uh, according to you know the, 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 the story, um, we, we should be expect to see two types of spike proteins. So we've got the blue one on the left, we'll call that the Wuhan one, and we've got the completely brown one on the right, which is the omicron one. Now, in reality these spike proteins are made up of three components. It's like three legs of a, of a, of a legs of a, of, a, of a stall, okay? The three the, the stall has three legs and they're all identical. When when each leg gets produced by, you know, the result of the mRNA, the three legs self-assemble and they form this three-in-one spike protein. And what uh, Moderna revealed at the uh, the CDC meeting in September was that since they load the mRNAs for the two kinds, the Omicron and the Wuhan, in the same uh, lipid nanoparticle, the same little fat bubble that is used to deliver this all around the body... Uh, any, any given cell could receive two, the two kinds of mRNAs at one time, and they could produce legs of each kind. They can produce the Wuhan leg or a Omicron leg. And when there are three of them, regardless of what type they are, they can assemble. So you can actually get potentially four kinds of st- stools produced. You can get the all-Wuhan all type, all-Omicron all type, or you can have two Omicron and one Wuhan, or, or one, of two, one and two and the other way around. That means there are four different kinds of spike proteins that are produced. And so to call this a bivalent vaccine is potentially incorrect. They're doing it, they say, because this actually leads to a better immunological effect. There's a better, there's this new molecules do something that is not expected by having the, the, the old way of doing it. Anytime you change a single atom in a drug, you change its chemistry, you change its pharmacology, its, its drug action, you potentially change its toxicology. And to, so, to, so to grandfather these things in extrapolating from earlier uh, uh, data is completely ridiculous. You have new co- new pharmacology here. So I can I can how tell did you, they Kelly, how did I they
4: document? To... I have a question. How did they document a better effect? That means somehow they must have been able to have a cohort that had the two pure strains without the two mixed strains right, right. and compare it against the pure and mixed strains. I doubt they did that. I doubt they could even do it, let alone did it. And so, on what basis do they claim? How do they claim better immunological effect? That, to me, that's a smoking gun, man. That is outrageous.
6: I think what they might, might have done was they, 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 they would have done animal studies number one. And number two, they can look at, they can look at different antibody binding profiles as well. And, and from those things, they it certainly was not in a human clinical study. That's for sure. That is for sure. There's no human clinical studies for this. It's only mice right. or, so or, a, there,
2: there you go. So that, that's the basis of it. You know, all of these claims, uh, all of these claims are always made. And, um, and, They, this guy is rightly so saying like, how do we know that? What studies have they done? And so to know that there's all kinds of different, you know, spike proteins and potentially all of this stuff, um, are we messing with humanity is, are these people in charge of the world who have the money to be in charge? It, It does seem that money sort of governs authority. So those who have the money seem to rule the world. They get to do that because they have the power they can control the media they can control the doctors they can control these scientists they can get people to do whatever they want why because they have the money so in essence they're destroying our world they are creating climate issues they are creating medical problems they have created a nightmare they killed off small medium-sized businesses many of them that will never reopen have you noticed that uh, you've, you've driven past a restaurant that used to be thriving and it's, it's all shut down and boarded down. Have you noticed the, the um, you know, customer service is gone? People are afraid now. Like This last three years brought us to the place where we go, wow, either we are terrified by our government or we are terrified by um, the propaganda that made us afraid of a virus that is 97, 98, 99% you know, recoverable you've terrified most of the people. So they kind of, they've, they've lost their will for joy. They've lost their peace. They've lost their happiness. And now you just continue to do all these experiments and you can bet that this virus is not the end. They're already talking about this, you know, cosmic contagion that's coming like this huge, you know, contagion that we're going to face. And most people really believe that that could be, you know, um, I didn't believe it at all for COVID. And I was right. What happens when something is released on this planet that we go, that's bad. And something's really wrong. And we do have to quarantine because we actually can't go out because something is so terrible. When you read in revelations, um, the, there is a a time. And I did talk to a lawyer who actually expounded on revelations and, and, ripped it apart, sort of looking at it like you would do if you had to present in a court of law. And it says that a third of the world's people die. And she said that we have already had two times where that could have possibly been. I, I don't know if it was the uh, some plague or something, but she said potentially those could have been the times or are we looking to another where uh, you know a third of the world dies but always remember that Jesus said when you see all of these things beginning to happen do not worry and do not fear because your redemption draws nigh Mark and Matthew both point out that Jesus said unless the Lord shortened the days there would be no one left so clearly the Lord has a plan to shorten these days and to rescue us So we trust him for that and we're not going to waste our time being full of anxiety over all of these things they're doing. We're just going to be knowledgeable that we have to pay attention to what the truth is and try to find those who are truth bearers. There are those, you know, who are speaking the truth and you can trust them. I hope I'm one of those people in your life. I will tell you that if, if I present something and I think that it was incorrect, then I will correct it as fast as I can. And if I see things that are bearing witness with my spirit and that I can verify and and find enough, uh, you know, critical evidence around it that it's true, then I'm going to present it to you and we can look at it together. And I'm always ready to hear um, to hear other differing points of view. You know, yesterday it was very interesting because Professor Ole Johansson came on the show and he said they're not having you know, they're, they're not having any negative effects from the vaccines in Sweden. And now I found that fascinating and we had just a great discussion. I hope this is the kind of discussion we can have when people suddenly give us information that we find, you know, interesting and contrary. So there's a couple of things I spoke to a couple of people today and they said, well, uh, quite possibly they may not have had as lethal dosage, uh, you know, and doses as we got in other parts of the world. Um, Another person said to me today that Alberta is suffering an extraordinary amount of vaccine harm. Tell me something. Is it possible to target a conservative province? If someone is evil and bad, could they target a certain province with bad batches? Because Alberta has been suffering. And uh, they noted that. The other thing is, is I did look up I did look up uh, Sweden uh, vaccinations and I found that Sweden parliament approves monetary compensation for injuries due to the vaccines. Um, New data is out on COVID vaccine injury claims. Um, So there does seem to be people that are reporting. Uh, there's a study of 9 million Swedes shows rapidly declining effectiveness of the COVID vaccines against Omicron. Um, Omicron, that's a while ago, well, it's from September. So clearly we know that I guess they are doing studies, but for the professor to say, oh, you know, we just haven't been seeing it. So he wrote a, a wonderful letter today and uh, he said, you know, that he said some nice things about me, but he said, I just loved being grilled by Laura on the show, right live, you know, being grilled. So if you didn't catch the professor yesterday, you might want to see that. He had amazing things to talk about, how the bees are disappearing on our planet, how the birds are disappearing, how insects are actually disappearing. What's going on? What is the reason for this? Is it insecticides? Is it, um, you know, the electrons that are now floating, um, EMF, you know, through our, system you know what is it so uh is that about it jt are we kind of getting to the end because um we did have dr neptune coming on and he had huh nepute eric dr eric nepute i love him we've been playing his clips since i was so excited to have him on and then uh, he's had an emergency so he could not make it so we are we've rescheduled him for january he will be back um i want to let i want to say hi to all of you on rumble you are doing so well we have more watching on rumble today than on facebook which it used to be the opposite all of you on facebook you need to get used to going to rumble.com finding my name you just you just search my name laurel and tyler thompson that would be easy also if you're on facebook you just go into the description underneath the page um that you're watching me on and you'll see our link to rumble oh Did I save it? Okay. Uh, Just go to Rumble. It is cold. Like I said, we are freezing. My hands are cold. Um, So you go to Rumble. You can find it easily. Subscribe so that you always get the notification. You can also go to BitChute. Uh, Odyssey. Every single day, we go to eight platforms. We're always on Twitter. We go live every day to Twitter. We love Twitter. Thank you, Twitter. Thank you, Elon Musk, for giving us... A platform that is open and not um, stopping good information we value that in life and for those places that are not honoring um, truth to be told uh, and freedom of speech we have to think through that so I personally have loved uh, being on Facebook and I, I thank them so much for this platform that we can largely speak but you know I do get I do get banned sometimes. I just, I share something that is happening. And then all of a sudden I've got a 30 day ban. So you have to be able to find me there. Um, go to rumble and make sure you have your subscription there because I don't disappear. And people this last few days, oh, you're back. You know, no, I, I've been here the whole time. Now you've got 30 days. That's a good 20 broadcasts, young man. That You got to catch up on because you didn't go and check and find me and track me down. All right. So all is well. Um, If you're looking for some place uh, to put your money these days, because you don't want to leave it in the bank because the banks are uh, not perhaps safe. Money is not safe. It's being printed and there's nothing backing it. And if you don't think that's a safe place, as many places don't, then uh, we encourage sovereignize at protonmail.com. Speak with Steve Merrill. He will get your Order for silver and gold, a great place to invest your money right now. Silver is at an artificially kept low place, uh, artificially low for the last 50 years. It's a great time. It's a great time to buy silver. And you can bet that when other forms begin to have problems, silver is going to go up. That's what they say. Have I done everything? Oh, the podcast. Um, if you want to start loading our podcast, JT, where can we find the podcasts? You need to go on your microphone.
0: You can look on Spotify or go to podbean.com
3: and look up Laurel and Friends.
2: Nice. And we're all there. And then you can just download uh, probably a lot of them, right? And you can listen ad nauseum. 330, okay. 334 of them. 334 podcasts. <laughs> that might be a bit too much, Laurel for a lot of people. <laughs> okay. So ah, let's close. Um, Laurel dot tv is where you can always find me you might be looking for a place to put some of your funds uh, to donate because it's the end of the year and you need a good tax receipt we want you to know that we give tax receipts and we would love to um, be blessed by your funds so that this work can keep on going we do this out of the goodness of our heart Uh, we do not receive any government funds we don't have any big ministry covering us we are it i got fired from big ministry I got fired for my stand on, you know, things that I think are important to speak out against, like Soji, like the drag queens, um, all of the crazy and the pedophiles that are attacking our world, using children to do it. Uh, So I don't have big ministry backing me. I am here and our little team, we've got some great folks who join us. Um, our little team makes this happen so that you get the best information and we do it because it's a calling it is not a career believe me um, this is a calling and we do it because the Lord compels us and we thank him for that if you want to send us um, something to help us with that that'd be great if you'd like to invest in a in even a bigger project we're looking at um, a facility that would be able to potentially have a learning annex so that we can help homeschoolers, uh, that would also be able to have church and would be able to have home groups and uh, a meeting place. So if you'd like to help with our building project that we're working on, if you need more information, you can contact us directly at lauralynlive at protonmail.com. And if you've, you know, feel that in your heart, um, we've got to stop being at the mercy of cancel culture. We almost got canceled for having uh, Pastor Archer Uh I'm pretty sure that the, the center where we held our meetings probably had a tremendous amount of pressure to drop us. And they, they withstood it, but not everyone will. And we got protests. I hope you'll watch uh, Rebel News' coverage of it. Drea Humphreys came out and Talked to some of the protesters who thought we had somebody there that we didn't even have. I don't even know who the person is. Um, and the other thing is that they call us neo-Nazis and, you know, you know we're, we're phobes of some kind. And none of that's true. We're fighting for the people, including them, for freedom in our nation. Freedom is what God designed for a democratic country. Freedom to choose him or to reject him. I'd like to leave you with uh, 1 Peter 1. <clears throat> and I was listening to Acts in my Bible Gateway last night. I encourage every single one of you, um, when, when uh, you can't sleep at night and the devil's keeping you awake, be sure to put on BibleGateway.com and you can go to any book of the Bible, you just kind of type it in there press search and it'll come up. I like the new international version and it's all fully, uh, you, you've got uh, somebody that'll just read it to you all night, and, you know, you talk to him and they don't answer. But uh, this guy just reads the word and there's several different presenters. So I like uh, Max McLean. Sometimes I go to a different presenter once in a while, get a different voice and uh, they read the word and it's so powerful. You just hear that word in, your mind as as you're resting there and I get such deep sleeps even um, from listening to the Word of God. And if the devil wants to hang out with me and make me uh, miserable and not let me sleep, he's got to listen to worship music or the Bible. That's it. He seems to just go. He doesn't like it. So 1 Peter 1 verse 22 it says, Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. Isn't that nice? That's actually what God encourages us to do love one another deeply from the heart. You know, sometimes we just love in a real surface way, right? Love you. Take care. God bless love one another deeply. We actually have a friend uh, going through something very, very terrible right now. It involves prison. It is not good. And they're going through something horrendous. And we feel in our hearts that the words that we speak are life or death to that person right So we are speaking life to them. We are loving them deeply from our heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. For all people are like grass, and that's in quotations, by the way. All people are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, and the flowers fall. But the word of the Lord endures forever. And 1 Peter 2 says, And this is the word that was preached to you. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is Isn't he good? It's the only way to get through life. I wonder if you've not been speaking to the Lord for a long time. I wonder if you haven't put him on the throne of your heart, if you haven't neglected and, and turned your back on deception and lasciviousness and slander and hypocrisy, malice, If you haven't turned your back on that, would you think about doing that today? Because when you see that God is good, it changes everything, and He's right there. See you tomorrow. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice.